I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. My niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside, huh? I see you later, they come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it, uh-huh. here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counselor, parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections, drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately, fright the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
just me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the... Huh? Wow! Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
just me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. Here come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, I'll corner my layer While we out here Say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man
was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? i see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. The hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Okay. All right, man. So, what's going on, guys? What is going on? What's up, guys? <sighs> All right, man. So, we have um, definitely one of the um, slowest weeks of news um, for you guys today. But not only do we have the news... We do have the AEW Double or Nothing and the WWE Night of Champions predictions. Um, so, yeah, we have that. We'll go over that after we get on with the news, man. But, yeah, man, to be 100% honest, dude, a lot of injury news. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, overall, bro, just a pretty pretty dead week for the news, man. It really is, man. It, it's... It's weirdly dead, man. It's so weird seeing a list because, you know, we, we write, you know, the news down on a list, man. And it's so weird to see it that small, man. I haven't seen it that small in a while, man, because shit's just been crazy. For, basically, since Brawl Out, man, it's, it's just been a shit show for the news, man. But I love it, man. And it's just weird seeing it low. Oh, yeah, Logan. We're definitely predicting... Oh, how could I forget? We gotta talk about NXT Battleground. Battleground. What in the world? Oh, and it... <sighs> I don't even know what to say, man. NXT Battleground. That's all I have to say. What the fuck is that? Um. But yeah, man, so... Yeah, we got yeah we get we got a lot of news on. Uh, well, we got um, a couple things actually confirmed. Uh, a couple things were speculated last week. Now we got the actual information. We got the actual information on AEW Fight Forever. Uh, we got the official information for AEW Collision. And like I said, man, we got a bunch of injury news. Man, we got Nick Khan conning some more. Hopefully, conning from uh, what he what he was talking about, and then. We do have some news on Roman Reigns, man, and then we got some uh, truly tragic news about Cody Rhodes. I know you guys uh, are probably feeling for that man after he broke his arm on Monday. So sad. And he's... he's mm-hmm. oh, I was going to say, he's he's fighting through it, though, man, so he's definitely my hero after this. Two times. Oh, man. Comes from the most reliable news source these last couple months, man, straight from Byron Saxton, man. Yeah. I mean, who is who fucking factual at that point? 
Absolutely. Um. So yeah, man. We yeah. We <laughs> the news. Um. Oh man, I'm telling you, I I I thought it was a work, man. But you know, once Byron announced that his arm was broken, it just broke my spirit. It really did. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get into all, we'll get into all that good stuff after we go over the news, man. But yeah, so. I guess we could just go ahead and hop right into the intro, man. So, yeah. Um, so, so what is going on, guys? We're back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. And this is an, um, another edition of the news, man. This is episode 163. And with that, um, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works, man. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious unscripted and every friday at 4 p.m central we are on here with the news man if you guys did miss this past monday's edition of unscripted that is is wwe overdoing the cody Rhodes redemption oh, cody. <sighs> yes to put his wife posted oh no what did she post she posted that clip like it all Saudi singing his whole song and he showed up there at that little media scrum, whatever. And they and she was like, For this for all the people that's that say he should have stayed in, in AEW or something. Uh she she was making up some weird bullshit, man. She needs to get off Twitter, man. Yeah, they're singing his song, but he's fucking being booked like shit. He's being booked like yeah, absolute but... shit, man. I mean he's He's, he's being booked. Like, this is something they would do eh, to go along with the theme of Cody Rhodes' uh, summer redemption. This is something they would do to try to get John Cena over with people um, it, back in 2010, 2011, 12. This is something they would, this is literally something they would do with, with him. I mean, literally, you know... The, I mean, as far as the argument of him staying in AEW, uh, you know, I mean, he's definitely more appreciated in WWE, like really, really bad. And it's to a point where you are pretty much asking people to turn on him. And Cody Rhodes is a guy that if you did not want people to turn on him, it was going to happen eventually, but you could have prolonged it. Oh, yeah. And they did not do that whatsoever. So it doesn't look like they care about trying to prolong that at all. Looks like they're just uh, trying to get to the point, man, I guess. So I don't know, man. But yeah, that. I just find it funny from the former chief brand officer. Literally worked at a part of branding in that place. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think AEW needs a chief content officer. That's what I, that's what I think they need. So, Especially, and you really need one with some balls, man. That's right. <laughs> so, you might want to look elsewhere in some certain people. Tony Khan is probably one of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you guys did miss that, if you guys did miss uh, Cody's, um, is WWE doing overdoing Cody's redemption? 
Um, you guys can now watch that on all platforms, man. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here every Monday after Monday Night Raw for Notorious Unscripted, man. So with that, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills Podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is Bonfair.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video, and it is in either Mine or Sertay's social media pages, man. All eight of these beautiful designs uh, available in more than just a t-shirt live on the merch shop, man. That is um, the Chicago flag design, the Chicago skyline design, the base logo design, the Riddler-inspired IWC's best-kept secret design, the Notorious Scratch logo, the only community that matters, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, and the Christmas merch, man. Hey, man. Logan called us out on this last week. It is a little, it definitely, not a little, it definitely is, it definitely is past due um, for the season, but I will tell you guys this, man, I think we got something coming to replace that spot, so stay tuned. Oh, yeah, um, It's going to be heat, man. So, with that, yeah. with that, um, if this... Uh, again, if this is your first time watching, guys, have not got a chance to get your hands on the merchandise, man. It is live on bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video and in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. So with that, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Sir K here. How's it going, man? going good man going good just been uh just been chill out man just can't wait for sunday man it's finally upon us just one more day and um i'm excited man i'm really excited me too no, i've been good man just been uh just been chilling man just been chilling like durante always asked man how's life how's the families life's good man the family's great what about you durante logan everybody in chat what about you bro how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm very good. Um, I, uh, I'm excited for Double or Nothing. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for Double or Nothing, man. I'm excited for two matches on Night of Champions. Um, so so those are exciting. And, um, so those are exciting and, uh, yeah, I went to the first wedding since my sister's, um, yesterday. So that was fun. That was fun. Oh, nice. Um, so shout out to, shout out to my cousin-in-law, Alex, if you're watching, love you, bro. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, bro. Other than that, man. Other than that, uh, yeah. That's that's that was the week festivities, bro. That was the big thing during the week uh, that I had going on. So, and then right after that, we jump right into Double or Nothing weekend, Night of Champions. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for two matches. Like I said on on Night of Champions, and um, I'm excited for Double or Nothing, man. I'm excited for the day, and I'm excited for the pay per view, man. So, um. Yeah, but other than that, bro, other than that, uh, other than that, man, I'm, I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. Uh, but yeah, so, 
that's that's that man and as Durante always asks how's life how's the family my brother life is good family's family bro you know how it can be dude up and down as always but yeah yeah. it is what it is it is what it is man so um but it's good to hear that you're doing good uh logan bell how's everybody in chat doing man thank you guys for being here bro always always appreciate you guys man so with that With that, man, we got news. We're going to start you guys off with our big story for the day, obviously, because we're ending with the, um, we are ending with the, uh, golly, what is it? I'm all over the place. Predictions. Um, oh, man. I'm excited for Night of Champions. WWE managed to put on some good pay-per-views with even shitty build. Yeah, it's a, it's almost like Triple H and yeah. Tony Khan are very alike. <laughs> they really are. Just different different versions of shitty builds. Um. Yes, Durante says AEW wait forever. Finally, finally has a career date. What a concept. Career mode with Jeff, it's going down. Bro, I think in, like, the bio to the game, it said, it says, like, use of drugs and alcohol, and the fucking memes were just going nuts with Jeff, bro. That shit was, that shit was hilarious, bro, but the man ain't even in the fucking game. What the fuck? So, like, we don't even have the GOAT himself for that storyline. I don't know who they're going to substitute him with, but... Uh, I'm gonna need, can't do HBK, obviously. I don't know who you're going to do. I don't know, man. <laughs> HBK. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. The um, Also, me and Sir K were talking about this while we were in the starting screen. But, um, dude, where the fuck is Tegan Knox? That's a that great point. True, That's crazy. I don't know where the hell Tegan Knox has been. Apparently, I'm in event. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, fucking Paul Pinocchio Levesque. So that's hilarious so man wwe bro wwe All right, man. So, this is the big story for this. Is, this is the big story for um, the week. This is uh, this is yeah. This is the big thing, man. Um, as far as the news goes, so we'll we'll, we'll start the show hot, bro. So, Wrestle Votes reports in an interview with Give Me Sport that WWE is expected to make a small round of talent cuts 
before July 1st at the end of the company's fiscal year. God. Um, this is great. If you release the wrong people or no, no, don't release the wrong people. This is great. If you release the right people. Uh, so we were talking about this a little bit in private, man, but, um, hit row Dana Brooke, these acts need to go. You know, another act, I was going to bring this up to you, uh, during the week, but I forgot that we haven't seen in a really long time. And it could honestly be very possible. He gets released. Where the mm. hell has Braun Strowman been? Dude, they barely used that guy since he came. Dude, I swear to God, they used him like four times since he came back. He did a couple things with Ricochet as a tag team, and like two things solo, and I haven't seen a word of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. I could very well see him. What the fuck did he do? Oh, he did that match with Omas. That's the only thing I remember oh, right. doing. I think that's the only time yeah. he's made a pay-per-view by himself. Because he serves no purpose at this point. <sighs> yeah, I, no, not at all. I could absolutely see him getting released. Um, huh? I don't know, maybe somebody like Akira Tozawa, those kind of people that are just there but here it's Sala is like their their job guy though so i could see them keeping him just to be a jobber but like because you know you do need those but i i can also see i can also see like uh i can i can also see i i could see them just kind of getting rid of people that triple h um just is severely underwhelmed by because there was there was, you know, that report a while ago, Triple H was very underwhelmed by by some talent that he brought back. I could see those kind of people going. Um, but, yeah, at this point, um, at this point, man, um, at oh, this... Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, um, at this point, I don't really see them getting rid of people for, you know, like, contracts. You know how it was before. They were just overpaying people. I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't think, at least I don't think they're overpaying people, uh, at least the way they used to. But I could see, like, this round of cuts just kind of being from people that Triple H is creatively bankrupt with or that he's underwhelmed. What do you think about the name Baron Corbin? I don't know, man. They could be trying to do something with him. I feel like Triple H might give him one last go and give him something. But I could see if he if he himself is also like kind of done with it, I could easily see him being one of those people. Mm. Um, another interesting name, uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's been removed Hell. from from all the, uh. Uh, from the WWE internal rosters. So, what happens to Bray Wyatt? Uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. That's a that's a big mystery, man. I hope everything goes well with Wyatt because that would be horrible to get for that to happen twice. Yeah, uh, it, it would, it would. But also, you know, like you just said with Corbin. 
is this a situation where maybe maybe Bray's done with it as well? Um, I know. Yeah, I I know. You know, I know he still has his movie, and I know his movie's finished, and it's in post production. And when he came back to WWE, all parties pretty much agreed that um, all parties pretty much agreed. You know, Bray and his team agreed. Well, if we go back to WWE, we're probably not going to have much time to work on this movie. So, you know, they agreed with that. So I wonder, you know, if that's something he wants to resume or or maybe he just wants to see how his first movie goes. Um, yeah, you know, to the success of it, maybe. Yeah, because I'll, I'll, I don't know if it's going to be in theaters or I don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, I'll obviously support the film um, for sure. So just to see what what he can do man so yeah um but i don't know i don't know it's 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 very very interesting it really is man it really is Durante, bro don't jinx it like that don't oh, speak man. that into existence because <laughs> i i could sadly see it <sighs> well depending on who's making the cuts because i think yeah. you don't even know if it's triple h making the cuts that's the thing too yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I read a report saying that these weren't Vince McMahon cuts, but, yeah, none of them were Vince McMahon cuts. Sure. Exactly. Sure. There's always a scapegoat to say, well, it was technically him. Yeah. No, it's almost always Vince McMahon, so we'll see how that element of it goes. Yep, for sure. For sure. So yeah, man, it looks like there might be some some more cuts, and it's going to be interesting to see because I don't know, I don't know, man, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of people. There's a lot of dead weight they can drop, and there's also some dumb, dumb, dumb moves they could make, um, like Bray Wyatt and Johnny Gargano. Um, Another one, too, if Vince McMahon has any involvement in this, how does the job security for somebody like Bronson Reed look, you know? Exactly, man. That shit's always at risk, man. So we'll definitely have to see how, how all this goes down because they, they could go very south. Somebody who's been very good, he's been showing people that he's good, but nobody wants to give him a reaction. For whatever reason, I don't know what's not clicking, um, but s- apparently something is. I don't even know what the fuck it is, but apparently something's not clicking. Um, how do how does the company look at that? You know, um, another name. I read. Uh, I read a rumor. You know, don't take this with uh, you know with any validity or you know by a source or anything. But I read a rumor that. Charlotte Flair was looking to sit out the rest of her contract, which one I find absolutely hilarious because they put the whole reason they got this fucking women's title situation all fucked up is so they can build to Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. So mm-hmm. I that would be just be absolutely hilarious if she just walked out now right before her 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 one of her dream matches with Bianca, which technically did happen in NXT when Charlotte beat her, so Charlotte probably would like it to end that way. Um, no. <laughs> so um, Charlotte probably doesn't want to give that win back. Um, 
So, especially with Andrade being apparently on good terms with AEW again, who yes, knows who knows what she's looking for? Because at one point it seemed like Andrade was trying to come to WWE. I don't know if that rumor is true or, or whatever, but I don't know what I it is. I can see her. I can see her trying to do that for multiple reasons. Um, they could have told her that she's going to lose in that match. And you know her. She's probably not happy about it. Ric Flair was probably texting Vince. Um, and it's good. I don't know how this sounds, but it sounds like she's trying to do a Mercedes. You know, make herself look important, man. Not saying that's what Mercedes did. She's trying to copy what she did. You know, Mercedes had her real reasons, and I think Charlotte's going to do her own little copycat version of it. If the, that is true. The victim that main evented WrestleMania when she shouldn't she shouldn't have. Multiple. That had like fucking 16 title reigns in the span of like five years. Yeah. So. The victim. So, yeah. So, uh, what is she, like a 14-time women's champion? I mean, come on, give me a break. But is that, you know, is that another possible? I think it's 14. You know, we don't know. We don't know, man. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, with more cuts in the WWE. So, definitely. Well, we talked a little bit about cuts. Now we're going to talk about the opposite of cuts. We're going to talk about additions. Bro. Mm -hmm. My dog. Nick Khan says that WWE is open to adding a third hour of SmackDown. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Talk whoa. about the biggest waste of time. Whoa, <sighs> whoa, whoa. Let's fucking slow the fuck down here. What? He says, we're, and I quote, we're still open to adding a third hour of SmackDown. Nick Khan on WWE open to expanding SmackDown on JP Morgan JP Morgan Global Tech Media uh a communications conference bro no 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 because you know what that opens up when Roman Reigns is there you're going to put so much Roman Reigns on that show people are going to get sick of the fucking story less is more I have no clue about less is more my, like dude I'm at the first hour is already Roman and like yeah. the last 15 minutes is Roman yep. literally Imagine. the whole thing is going to be Roman mm -hmm. like that is way too much. And then, like, there's no stories on SmackDown other than Roman. 
There's no stories on this show other than Roman, so it's just going to be at least an hour and a half of wasted time, and the other hour and a half is just going to be the bloodline. Yeah, pump the fucking brakes on that one, dude. Um, also, when SmackDown had Gunther, they at least had an interesting mid-card division, in my opinion. They had an interesting mid-card division. Mm-hmm. They had Gunther over there. They had Santos Escobar. Uh, they had L.A. Knight. You know, they had, like, a bunch... Like, you know, they had some interesting people. You put... You replaced Gunther with Austin Theory, who is just on a U.S. title run that... It looks great on paper, but he is just, like, fighting the same people. Um, you know, I mean, he's right back at it with Bobby Lashley. I don't really, I don't even know what he's doing now. I mean, it's kind of just an irrelevant title reign. I mean, there hasn't really just, there's never been a point where it's like, man, this is fucking good. Um, there's never been that point, man. So adding three hours to that also, you fucking lowballed SmackDown so hard in the draft with names. I mean, yes, you could always call up people from NXT. I don't know how two of those men stayed down there. Dude, you got fucking Tyler Bates staying down there to tell us best friend angle with Wesley, you know, who's both great. You know, they're both great, but what the fuck is that angle? Uh, Best friend angle, really? Or he's clearly going to turn on him? Although I'm interested to see a heel, a heel Tyler Bate, he could have just fucking did that on the main roster. Him and Pete Dunn could have turned heel. You signed Trent Seven back. Look at that. You got fucking British Strong Style on SmackDown. Also, uh, Ilya Dragunov stayed in NXT to willingly handcuff himself to a pole while Dijak beats the shit out of him and he laughs and smiles the whole time. I mean, what kind of fucking cringy, weird shit is that, man? I rather have fu- what was his fucking retribution name? Uh, T Bar. I'd rather have fucking T Bar at this fucking point. Like, come on, dog. Um, literally, man, a three-hour SmackDown sounds sounds fucking dreadful, man. Um, they don't have the roster for it. And I don't have the mental capacity for three hours of SmackDown, man. So I give that a big no, man. Imagine two six hours of their main weekly television every week. That sounds fucking excruciating. The five hours is already bad enough. Or God, who knows the people that watch NXT how they gotta do it. Three hours of SmackDown? That sounds brutal, man. It genuinely does. It genuinely does, bro. So. Vince ever gets full charged again? Oh, God. <laughs> SmackDown was already the oh, worst. Bro. An extra hour to it? Dude, those fucking Vince McMahon SmackDowns just killed it i mean roman reigns wasn't even telling an intriguing story then how he is now it was just boring (laughs) that man and imagine how it was gonna be without gunther 
like, because, you know, Vince was going to fucking bury the fuck out of him. Bro. Oh, we thought it was brutal yeah. then. That shit was about to get brutal. Brutal, that brutal shit was man. About to get bad. So, oh, man. Uh, I mean, even I mean, even Gunther under Vince was was stupid. Remember when he beat up our truth dressed as Uncle Sam? Yeah, I sadly do remember that. I tried to forget, dude. Good uh, Lord, man. So, that's just, no, that's, that's a, a fucking back down for you. Yes, that's a fucking hard no for me. No, no, no. Third, no third hour of SmackDown. No third hour of anything, you know? If you want, on occasion, maybe a two and a half hour episode of something. Yeah. On occasion. Like, you know when they did that special SmackDown to combat Rampage? They had it go an extra 30 minutes. That's not bad at all. That very occasionally, I'm okay with. Yeah. But three hours on the weekly? (laughs) No, please not. Please go no. to the no. Look at what it did to Monday Night Raw under Vince McMahon. I mean, even under, I mean, Triple H is no better. The show's still long as fuck. What, what was one of the, what was one of uh, my main, my main points on Monday? This show, the fucking show on Monday felt so long to sit through. It was like sitting in fucking library class, man. I don't fucking read books. And I also don't like sitting in fucking class. So I'm sure you can imagine how boring that was for me. Also, um, the, uh, um, what is it? Um, oh, yes, it it felt like my, it felt like my fucking reading class. Uh, my hour and a half reading class in, uh, er, literature or whatever the hell it was called in fucking freshman year of high school oh my god they sat me in a fucking extended reading class for an hour and a half that's fucking that's hell man that's real hell man but a three hour smackdown hey it's it's a no from me man god no please no no absolutely i didn't even think fox or any network would want that yeah Oh, that would definitely be a USA thing. USA is dumb enough to do it. Oh. Fox, they ain't that dumb, man. Fuck. Vince, man, I, how'd you get here? Vince, I gotta ask you, bro. Who are you cutting in this fucking... Yeah, in, these, in these cuts, man? Who do you got on your mind? Who's gonna make these round of cuts, man? You gotta tell us, man. Eric Young. <laughs> Eric Young. Good lord. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, that is that is the news on the third hour of SmackDown. And with that, with, with that, man, speaking of SmackDown, SmackDown's biggest star, obviously, Roman Reigns. Um, we got news on Roman Reigns and his championships. The Wrestling Observer reports that Roman Reigns will start having defenses of the WWE Undisputed um, Universal Heavyweight Championships at both Money in the Bank and SummerSlam so far. 
dude. That's wonderful. Considering that's wonderful. Considering that um the rumor was that he was not defending those belts again till SummerSlam. Money in the bank sounds good to me, man. Mm-hmm. Money in the bank and SummerSlam. That's that sounds nice, man. That sounds nice. It's kind of sad that it's in the news that the champion's gonna actually defend his title, man. Yeah, that's but, um, ridiculous. It's good to see that it's actually happening. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, he he should. You know, I don't know, man. Maybe they just want him to get past a thousand days, or maybe they hold on and he enters the top three all time. I don't know about getting him past Hogan. I genuinely do not know if I can hold on till 2025, but I will say this. I would choose Mania 40 over having him beat Hogan's record, because then we'd have to go to Mania 41. We will be in the fucking audience watching him lose those championships if we go till Mania 41. Literally, man. That's rough. That would be rough as hell. So, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say at that point, you might as well just wait till Mania 50 to end this shit. No, <laughs> another nine years. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, it that's that's hilarious that the, the champion defending the championships is in the news, but that is the world we live in, apparently. Um, and yes. Uh, so it looks like Roman Reigns is not going to be defending the championships at SummerSlam. Um, rather, Money in the Bank and SummerSlam, which, again, if this is the last year of his title reign, do as much as you can now. Do as much as you can now because you will Please, never, man. ever, 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 ever get a run like this ever again these runs come once in a lifetime i doubted that i would ever see anything like this in my lifetime and it's upon Mm -hmm. us and you're gonna want to make the last year of the last year of it the most memorable so even if it does end at SummerSlam, you're still doing that you know you you made the last year pretty memorable you know the last year of his title reign you know, insinuated of all the bloodline stuff, war games, Clash of the Castle, great shit, right? You're gonna want to have, you're gonna want to do the same thing, mm-hmm. whatever their plan is, whether it's SummerSlam or whether if it's Mania, if it's Mania 40, you need to uh, kick it into high gear, bro, and have him defend the titles as much as he can. You know, without having him there too much, because I do get having him there on a limited. You know, because he's your big attraction, yeah. but you don't want to make it too limited how it is, how, you know, it, it was looking it was going to be. Um, thank God. So, um, but you're going to, yes, do money in the bank, get him in London. It'll be a great crowd. Put him in front of a great opponent. Um, SummerSlam is going to be, uh, God, I don't even fucking know. All right. If it's not Cody Rhodes, I genuinely have no idea who he'll face at SummerSlam. Same thing with Money in the Bank. 
Like, this man was not supposed to have the titles, bro. Oh, my fucking God. Could you imagine that? Fucking Omas, bro. Give it to me. I need it. I need that somewhere. Oh, no. Thankful. Thank. Oh, God. Thankfully, Jinder's on Raw. Yeah, Dude. yeah they're on separate shows, man. Dude, but, I just, I just, uh, that just dawned on me. I said, oh, no. <laughs> this man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, either that, either that man or, um, either Mania 40, bro, or we genuinely might be looking at Mania 41. The boys will be in the crowd to watch Roman Reigns. God, could you imagine that? 2025? We watched the man win the titles in 2020. Five fucking years, man. Please no. Please fucking no. At that point, who who fucking knows who will come along to beat him? Because it won't be Cody. You cannot keep Cody's momentum for two more years consistently with people not getting over it by then. Oh, God, no. That point will be MJF. Yeah, right? So... Well, one of you guys will to another. Yeah, maybe it'll be Braun Breaker. Babyface Baby Braun. Maybe it'll be Von Wagner, man. <laughs> Hopefully. I'll take that one at this point, so, man. So, uh, yeah. Also, whoever beats Roman Reigns needs to be the most trusted individual on the planet. By the way. Oh, um, man. Uh, I swear to God. So, yeah, that's the news. Roman Reigns will be defending his championships. So. I know what you Ah, the unfortunate injury news. Man. Injury news, man. Sadly, a lot of it. Yes. There, uh, Liv Morgan. Let's start with Liv. Liv Morgan. Uh, PW Insider reports that Liv Morgan's injury is possible, is, um, is a possible tear in the rotator shoulder cuff. She is not expected to return anytime soon, according to this report. Also, Liv and Charlotte just got casted for a movie. And that's probably mm. not happening anymore. And uh, it's like some wrestling movie. I don't know what exactly it is, but that probably isn't happening anymore. Which is, uh, when you talk about worst case scenario, that's it. Um, That's it right there, man. That really fucking sucks. Yeah, and then Wrestling Observer Newsletter uh, also added to this. Uh, Liv Morgan's shoulder injury ended up being worse than originally expected. There was word that she may require surgery, but that wasn't given. Uh, but that wasn't a given, and no word, uh, no word how that affects her planned role in a movie on Mildred Burke. So I'm assuming that's the wrestling movie. Um, um, yeah, so no word on that, but I'm sure that puts that in major jeopardy. Um, unless they're going to hold off on production until she's good. Um, so that sucks, man. 
that really sucks for Liv, and I wish her a very speedy recovery for sure. Definitely, man. Definitely, that's horrible to hear. Worst timing ever. Um, you're about to get a movie role, man. That really fucking sucks. Um, that that really sucks, man. I hope I hope she gets speedy recovery, man, because that sounds horrible. A tear. That that's never good, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, also, speaking of tears, uh, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai will reportedly require surgery for a torn ACL. Her average recovery time is looking to be around six to nine months. So, uh, again, I wish her a very speedy recovery. Uh, And apparently she got hurt in the same match as Liv. Um, Dude, this absolutely sucks for Dakota Kai. This sucks for damage control. And this also... This also... I you know hindsight's 2020. I know they I know they couldn't see this coming. I don't know what their plans are, but I doubt they had any anyway. Dude, this more than ever looks like it was the perfect time to break damage control up. You put EO on Raw, you know, you put Bailey and Dakota Kai on one show, and I mean Dakota Kai ended up getting hurt, so she would have been away and everybody would have just been off to a fresh start, and then Dakota can possibly feud with Bailey or EO. Maybe they don't even put her on SmackDown. Maybe they jump her to Raw with EO, maybe feud with one of them when she comes back, and she could have been, you know, in a great role there. But looks like she's out nine months, man, and it, it blows. Yeah, man, that really fucking sucks. Um, They could always just break, you know, Bailey and EO up and then have it for when... Dakota Kai is able to come back. She picks a side and is torn between two sides. You can do something with that, man. But that just really sucks, man. That's horrible timing. And just a horrible stroke of luck, man. I hope she gets well, man. Because that's horrible to hear. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So. Man. Crazy, bro. Literally last time around this year. Last time around this year as well, man. The we were dealing we were dealing with the same we were dealing with the same injury bug. We were dealing with the same injury bug, man. And this time it looks like it's on the women's division. Because jumping over to outside of WWE, I believe that was all the WWE related news we have for the day. Um oh, there was this heartbreaking story on Cody Rhodes, but we'll go over that when we do the predictions. Um Jamie Hayter. Hurt ahead of double or nothing. Uh, while speaking during this week's Fightful AEW Dynamite recap show, uh, Sean Ross Sapp revealed Jamie Hader is currently injured ahead of double or nothing. He hinted that Hader could just drop the title at the event. He says, Jamie is hurt. She is hurt. I'm thinking the division looks categorically different in five days. I see the winds of change coming here. I think we are in for some major change in this division. Damn. That blows. That really blows. Especially because the one woman that everybody wanted to see her fight at Forbidden Door 
looks to also be hurt. Fucking A, man. That is... This, this show is cursed, man. Forbidden Door is, is cursed, man. If you step through that door, you might step through it injured, man, because shit just is just fucking cursed, man. It sucks for Jamie Hayter, man. Um, she's been awesome as champ, man. And it sucks to see her injured like this, man. And both people in that dream match look to be fucking injured, man. That is worst case scenario number 10, man. Again, I wish her a speedy recovery as well. I'm saying that a lot tonight. Yeah, but I hope it all goes well, man. Well, we got two more. <laughs> Literally. Kobe too. Can't forget him. Look <laughs> at <laughs> WWE, man. But um, it sucks. It's horrible timing, man. And let's hope she she's back pretty soon, man. I really hope she is. Definitely, man. Definitely. What's going on, John? How's it going, man? How's it going? So, uh, yeah, Jamie Hayter hurt. Um, I don't know, man. Literally, like Turkey said, man, worst case scenario. And even worse is, like I said, the woman that everybody wanted to see her fight looks to also be hurt because Mercedes Monet suffered an injury at New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence. Mercedes Monet suffered an injury at New Japan's um, New Japan's uh, resurgence in her main event match against Willow Nightingale to to crown the inaugural New Japan Strong Women's Champion, which was won by Nightingale. PW Insider is reporting that the word going around backstage is Monet suffered a broken ankle. However, this has not been confer- uh, This has yet to be confirmed. And with that, also another, another, um, <clears throat> another thing, um, another thing, uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that Monet, uh, agreed to, okay, um, yes, this absolutely sucks for her, considering the belt was, most likely created uh, for her to be the inaugural champion. And from what I heard, she put on a hell of a match with Willow, which is a great combo. That, like, those styles oh, yeah. just sound awesome together. And she didn't get that. I'm sure she wasn't mad at all that it went to Willow. I'm sure she likes Willow. Um, and like I said, from what I, from what I heard, they put on a really good match. Um, so I definitely have to go back and catch up on that. But, um, but this sucks, man, this sucks. And yet again, another person I'm wishing a very speedy recovery to, because she's on a run, man. She's on a run. This is what she wanted to do. And she's, she's doing great, bro. She's doing great. And AJ, AJ was out like four months um, that was without surgery, so if she requires surgery, who knows, but I don't know, man, AJ was out four months with just physical therapy, bro, so either way, dude, it looks like she's missing Forbidden Door, hopefully, I if not, I would love to see this be uh, made up um, for all in, for sure. 
Definitely, man. Definitely. I really hope so, man. It's horrible. And I can say that again, again, another person I'm wishing a speedy recovery, man. And this, this is just horrible, man. She's been on the run of a life. And it just gets abruptly ended. Temporarily. By injury, man. That's the worst thing to hear, man. Um, they created that title for her, basically. And, you know, she got injured in the match and they went with Willow, man. So it's, it's not... It's not good, but good for Willow. That you know, she got that, ended up getting that win because of that situation, man. And um, just all around the city situation, man. And I hope Mercedes can have a real speedy recovery, man. I really fucking hope so, because this has just been horrible. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And the next piece of news, man. Uh, speaking of New Japan, strong. The New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champions, Aussie Open, had unfortunately had to relinquish their championships because of an injury to Mark Davis. Um, So that sucks tremendously. However, following Kyle Fletcher's match last night, or two nights ago, um, on AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan has announced that Aussie Open are all elite. Dude. Ooh, fuck yeah, man. Ah, man. This is tremendous. We can finally get somebody challenging for tag team championships. That aren't named Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Thank fucking God, man. I am tired of that group, tired of that tag team. And I want I want some real tag teams, man. And Aussie Open is one of the realest you can get in this fucking company or in this business, man. And I am so fucking glad they signed with AEW, man. Yes. Absolutely. Their tag division needs them. Yes, absolutely. And one thing I think that is uh I I never um uh I I didn't um I, I definitely didn't see these guys going to WWE right now because of I think in AEW one thing that looked very appealing to them was uh them still being able to be in the United Empire you know you know, as to where in WWE they just would have had to cut that all out. Um, not to say, not obviously, not to say at all that I don't think they could have done great in WWE, but um, AEW I think looked more appealing to them for now. So, yeah, I think and, so. Yeah, and there was also little to no speculation or anything like that about them even looking at WWE anyway. So. Yes, Aussie Open has absolutely um, been my favorite tag team, not in a major promotion in the United States um, for a minute now. Uh, these guys are just, these guys are fantastic. I mean, they really are. Uh, John, right. thank you for the sub, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, Aussie Open... Uh, yes, they, they've 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 100% been my favorite tag team, you know, not signed to a, to a major promotion here in the states um for a minute. 
um, these guys are just like, you could just tell from the moment you seen them, like, damn, these guys are going to be good as fuck one day. Um, and I mean, they, I mean, they're, you know what I'm saying? They, they, mm-hmm. You know, you just knew, you just knew that they were going to be stars, um, eventually, man. And they have, you know, you seen them on AEW before, but you know, in this year alone, you just increasingly seen them more and more and more, uh, and this is a great signing for the tag division. This is also a great thing if uh, Will Ospreay's contract is up next February. This is very interesting for that. It is, man. It is. I think it's very telling to where he looks to be going, man. And that trio just sounds absolute fire in this company, man. House of Black versus Aussie Open. Dog. I need it. FTR, FTR and Aussie Open are another set of teams that I I have heard to uh, have put on some some pretty good bangers over there in New Japan. So that's another one you got to look out for. FTR <laughs> versus Aussie Open. You know what? I uh, that would be my match for All In. Well, I mean, obviously, if you can't do CMFTR, yeah, I would look at doing FTR. Versus Aussie Open for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Um, I would dig that. I really would, man. I would really like that a lot. And I, I think that shit would be pure fire, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. Aussie Open signs with AEW, man. And one of their uh, better signings. Um, it really is, man. A more needed signing. Yes. Um, yeah, well, well, yeah, definitely one of their better signings, man. And, um, yeah, definitely one of, uh, for me, one of their most sought-after signings. Because uh, we were talking about Aussie Open coming to AEW, I think, back in April. I think you told me that they had contracts coming up soon. Um and they're mm-hmm. finally here, man. So it's it's a great thing. And also, we wish Mark Davis a speedy recovery, man. Also, another person to wish a speedy recovery, man. So um, definitely, man. I hope it goes over well, man. And I hope we could see him by all in. Definitely, definitely, bro. So with that, man, Tony Khan has announced this past Wednesday on Dynamite. AEW Collision will debut at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois on June 17th. Bro, the tickets compared to Rampage were significantly, significantly higher. Where we sat at Rampage, those seats are like 300 bucks. Oh, fuck that. Yep. Fuck that shit, bro. Fun Bill Phil ain't worth that shit, dog. Fine. I need to break to the guy. Um, yeah, I heard the tickets were selling now. That's a shocker, man. You know, Mr. CM Draw. Um, so it's good to see that they're he's actually selling some tickets, man. It is one of his best uses is in coming back. But um, yeah, man, it's in the United Center, man. We all know what that means. He's going to be there. I don't know if he's going to be announced before or he's, that's going to be his first appearance, man. But 
I'm excited nonetheless, man. Yeah, so where we were sitting, straight on from the hard cam, those are like 300, mm-hmm. but where we were sitting, those look to be at 100. Fuck. Yeah. Let me see. That's crazy, man. The higher you get, yeah, that's still, yeah, still all 100. Mm-hmm. 200 level is 60. But there's honestly not much 200 level at all, which I totally see why, because they're pretty cheap. So Yeah, that's good, though. That's good, man. But um, I like the location, man, the United Center. And I hope it goes well, man. I hope when this dude comes back, everything just just works this time. I really hope it does. Me too, man. Me too. Me too, bro. So... There's that, and then our last piece of news before we move on to the predictions, man. AEW Fight Forever. AEW Fight Forever, man. AEW Wait Forever. The wait may finally be over, and it is. (laughs) AEW has announced that its first video game, Fight Forever, will launch... On June 29th, 2023, the game will include the following features. So, it was false from the report we read last week, which was June 27th. We're looking at June Mm -hmm. 29th, but um, the game will include the following features. Singles matches, tag team, three-way, four-way, ladder matches, casino battle royal, uh, Falls Count Anywhere, unsanctioned lights out, uh, allows use of weapons and, of course, lots of blood. Exploding barbed wire death matches, career mode, wide range of customization modes, custom wrestlers, attires and appearance, custom movesets, custom entrances, custom tag teams, custom arenas, and online multiplayer. Mm. Oh, sweet. Sweet. That sounds nice, man. I like the sound of that. They were showing pictures and videos, man. The blood textures look amazing in that game. Um, And I I can't wait to see, to be John Moxley and bleed all over the place, man. That's going to be fucking amazing, man. But the game has finally been announced. I I didn't think that we'd see it anytime soon, and we finally are. Definitely. What's up, Bill? Definitely. I'm waiting for... Hey, there she is. Let's give a round of applause for the Notorious Heels Podcast's newest mod, Bell. Hey. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hell yeah, man. You are the newest Hell mod. Yeah. So, yes, the date has been moved, obviously, two days from the original date that we read to you guys last week. But, dude, I'm stoked. That we are finally getting a fucking date on this video game. I swear to God, man. I I didn't think we were going to see it. And we finally are, man. The wait forever is now temporary, man. We only got to wait till June 29th. I cannot wait. Me too, man. Me too. I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it. I really am. I really am, man. It's it's very exciting. 
Very, very, very exciting, man. Oh, that's right. Silent Lupus. I still don't know who that guy is. Never, never. I can't even say I've seen his face before. I don't know who that guy is. But, um, but yes, congratulations to Silent Lupus and, and Bell and Bell. Absolutely, Bell. Absolutely. You know, we, you know, you know, you are the, NHP Twisted Sister, man. We love you and we appreciate everything you do for the chat. You bring an awesome vibe and you're just that chick, man. I don't know. There's no more I can say. Thank you for being here, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, (laughs) the mod giveaway. (laughs) The mod giveaway. So, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, um, with that, with that, man, uh, that's all the news. That is all the news we have for today. And now it is time to get on with the Night of Champions predictions we're obviously going to do night of champions first because it is the first show of the weekend mm-hmm. um <sighs> all right man this one's going to be hard to predict sir. okay so get ready all right oh, man. all right first match rear Ri- damn no transition hold on give me give me one second all <laughs> right let's try <laughs> let's try that again all right first match <laughs> Boom. Rhea Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. John says he likes our mods. Dude, when I tell you we have the best mods, we have the best mods. Without question. We easily got the best ones in the the community, man. Easily. 100%. Ours don't act like fucking dicks like I've seen other people's act. Some people act crazy, man. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we got Logan, Bell, Durante, Silent Lupus, whoever that guy yeah, is. Um, whoever that means be. Yeah. You love it, man. You love to see it. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We got the best mods in the game. You heard it from. You heard it from us first. You heard it here first, man. Um, all right. So this this barn burner here, actually, yeah. It, it, I wouldn't be shocked if it was good. I, I just don't think it will be. Um, so, um, yeah, there's absolutely no way you put Rhea Ripley in a competitive match with Natalia. Um, yeah, the why is this happening? Um, like this is the most filler shit ever. Didn't didn't Natalia go wrestle last time at? Um, Saudi too. She seems to be one of the go-tos for the Saudi shows for the women. I think it's because she had the first women's match in Saudi Arabia, so I think they like getting her back there to just, um, just because the people might be familiar with her. I was gonna say she's probably the only one that they kind of know of per her last name. Yeah. So I I could definitely see that being the reason why, man. But it's gonna be a fucking match of the night right here man and um my heart says natalia but I, i'm a go to ripley man 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, this this match, I think like Rhea was like beating the holy fuck out of Dana Brooke, and then Natalia just came and just did a stare off, and now we're here. So, whatever. Um, whatever, man. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah, obviously Rhea Ripley here, man. So, there's no exactly. way. There's no way Rhea does not uh, walk out of here with, with that. Um, yes. Yeah. Seeing Sami Zayn. See, Sami's my guy. Sammy's my guy. You guys know that, man. We've been avid Sami Zayn supporters um, uh, here, but yeah, it, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see him. Um, it was awesome to see him doing his thing over there in Saudi Arabia, man, and having a great time, man. So good for him, bro. Good for him. I'm I'm happy for him. I really am. I really am, man. Definitely good for him, man. So the next match. It genuinely pains me to say that this one is uh, is predictable as well. Damn, no transition for that one either. What the fuck was I doing, bro? Um, <laughs> golly. Um, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Dog. What? What the hell? Um, the. This match, why is it happening? Why is Asuka in a filler nothing match? Why? Literally, man, why? Why is Asuka just a random match for Bianca? I don't know, man. I don't know. This is completely ridiculous, and both of these matches pose the problem of... WWE saying nothing about these women's championships, bro. I mean, we're at mm-hmm. Night of Champions. If your plan was to just keep them with their belts, I don't know why you couldn't just say at Night of Champions we're going to be introducing new designs for the titles, you know, so they can keep their belt. But man, just I not good at all, man. Literally no mention of this horrible women's title situation. They both have each other's brands titles. Still, still have them. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Yep. How, and there's how long? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, and there's been no mention. Exactly, none at all, man. Hey, Lord, how long is that record for that they want that they might want Bianca to break, man? Because I, uh, I gotta. Mentally prepare myself how long we're in for. Oh, she broke it. Oh, yeah, then get that shit off her. <laughs> she, she, she broke it after Backlash. Uh, Backlash oh. was like her record defense. Like, if she won that match, then she broke the record, which obviously oh, okay. she did. Oh, okay. So, again, in all serious for this one, actually, my heart is Asuka... But if I'm being realistic, man, it's going to be Bianca, man, sadly. And I yeah. ain't joking with that one. She'll go in to tell you. I ain't joking with Asuka, man. Yeah. Um, 
I, at this point, I, I genuinely hate that this is just uh, that it that Oscar losing is predictable. But it really is. The story of this match, Durante, is that Vince McMahon wants to see Oscar dancing again, and she uh, she's she's spit in her face, and that's it. That's, that's all we got. <laughs> So, um, her like she did every other person ever, and she's bad. Yeah, get this fucking title off of Bianca Belair. Get it Good off, Lord, please. Um, yeah, this shit has ran its course ten times over. Um, and it's just not it, bro. Uh, it's just not fucking it anymore. So, it should be Oscar. It should have been Oscar at WrestleMania. And, well, WWE's pathetic wording doesn't include the NXT Women's Championship, apparently, because Bianca Belair was going to break the Raw Women's Championship record. Meanwhile, then they changed it to she is the longest reigning women's champion of all time no more raw women's champion just women's champion meanwhile there was a women's champion in the name uh or in nxt by the name of oscar 523 days so i guess that doesn't count i guess they're just talking the women's championship on the main roster but they said women's champion I mean, Wikipedia doesn't even recognize any um, NXT title reigns before 2019 when they started television on USA. So, I guess WWE doesn't either. I guess not, man. Which is fucking idiotic, man. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous that Asuka... Asuka is probably going to... uh, Is probably going to be losing this match, but... I'm going to have to go ahead and predict Bianca because that's all I fucking know at this point. I swear, man, that's the only thing that ever happens. Predicting Bianca. Yeah. <sighs> the next fucking match, man. Bro. Can't fucking wait. <sighs> Becky Lynch. Versus Trish. <laughs> fucking stratus i'm telling you this right now trish brings absolutely nothing on the mic i do not even remember her performance from wrestlemania so i'm assuming she does not bring anything in the ring either but she better fucking show me something not that i'm expecting her to Because I'm expecting this to be a pile of dog shit. But if you're going to fucking stick around for the whole summer, you got to fucking do something here. And she's not going to, for the record. But I'm just saying, bro, this shit is going to make me fall asleep. It is, man. It is. God, Trish is so fucking bad. Please go away. Please. So Becky Lynch 
and Trish Stratus. Um. Hmm. I don't even know. To be honest, what do you think? To be honest, man, I can tell you, man. Um, depending on how long they want this to go for. Um, if they wanted to end it at Money in the Bank, I could see Trish winning this. If they wanted to end it at SummerSlam, like Logan saying. In the comments, I could see Becky winning. Becky winning United Champions. Trish winning Money in the Bank. And then Becky obviously getting the last laugh at SummerSlam. I really don't give a shit either way, man. I am predicting nobody wins. Not even the fans. This is going to be so cringy at SummerSlam when fucking the beaten Trish gets up and shakes her hand and then they're <sighs> friends again, bro. Just months of wasted time, literally. So, yeah, this is fucking horrendous. Um, yeah, this fucking sucks, man. Um, but Trish, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say, say, uh, Becky for this one. Next, Even though I could see Trish winning this one and then Becky winning at Money in the Bank to even the odds and then SummerSlam, Becky would win again to break the tie. I can see it. I can definitely see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead, um, for this one, for the first one, uh, I'll go ahead and say Trish. Okay. Okay. I gotta get that. I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll say Becky. <laughs> so, Literally. the next match... Is for the Intercontinental Championship. It is Gunther defending the title against Mustafa Ali. Man, I just love this happy Mustafa we've been getting, bro. I'm loving it. Yeah, I hate it, man. I'm loving it. I really hate it. You know, him thinking positive has really changed his career. Anyway, I hope he can go somewhere else, man. I really hope he can. Yeah, if this was their idea of a push, fucking shoot me. Because this, this is not fucking good. This man, Gunther, is going to destroy him. I don't know if this is going to make him stop being positive. But then... I don't really know what a heel run presents. I think the money in him is a baby face anyway. I mean, we've seen it before back in 2018. Mans was mad over, but I don't know. Gunther, obviously, uh, for this one, man. I don't know what they do with Mustafa. I don't know, man. Exactly, man. I, I have no clue at this point what they what they can do with Ali. Um, it's an obvious Gunther win. Yeah, look, I saw that post few sentences of that guy saying that Ali is going to take it because everyone else seems to be defending their title, so someone's got to lose it, and he thinks it's going to be Ali that wins it. So, besides the not intelligence from certain fans, man, it, it's obvious Gunther win. If no you don't, doubt it. yes, if you don't think Triple H plans to have Gunther beat the Honky Tonk Man's record, 
you're out of your fucking mind, man. I mean, this is the perfect time too for the for the perfect champion, one of the best IC champions in a minute. Exactly, man. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, uh, the next one, man. I would ask everybody to, you know, put their head down and pray for this man because this is just a really unfortunate situation. What's going on here? Cody Rhodes. This is the time for me to break the hardest news any of us will probably hear today. Maybe in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. According to Byron Saxton, it is official that Cody broke his arm. Heartbreak. He broke his fucking arm and they're still letting him compete. Dude. Like, dude. Come on. You kidnap dude. Dude, I know. I thought on Monday I thought on Monday it was just some cheap injury angle. That's what I thought. You know? But I'll be the first to say I'm wrong. Come straight from the best news source we have, man. Ever Byron fucking Saxon, man. It's 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 guaranteed at that point. Yeah. And he said uh, it right at the WWE press conference for United Champions. That's how you know. I know, man. <laughs> I know. I'm holding back tears myself. I'm holding back tears myself. I thought it was a work. I thought it was. I did. Don't tell. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I, I'm, I come to you humbled when I tell you that I was wrong. Cody has a broken Dude. arm. And they cleared him. Yeah, they cleared they him cleared because he asked Triple H. He told Triple H that he would do the same thing. So I guess Triple H was just like, all right, fuck it. Fuck caring about the talent. All right, shit. WWE <laughs> oh, yeah. stopped caring about that. The second one, I hear that Cody actually wrestled with a fucking torn pack. They're like, all right, we don't need to care about these people anymore. As long yes. as they say they, they want to do it, he's perfectly fine, apparently. You know, yeah. all those times Benoit was like, yeah, man, I, I, I'm i good, man. I'm good. You know, those weren't signs. <laughs> but anyway, man, dude, what is with WWE and creating the fake, the worst fake injury possible? You can't come up with something more realistic. You know, this, maybe. Mm-hmm. This is. This is genuinely, this is, this is, this is the worst of the worst, bro. This is absolute. well, it's up there with the skull fracture, but, but the skull fractures seem like they were less trying to throw it in your face, but this, 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 oh, like this is legit on on WWE TV that this man has a broken arm. And he's about to compete in the match. And he's about to probably go win money in the bank. Dude, and how do you win that match? Dude. You reach up with your arms. That That's... I was telling you that before we went on. How the fuck is this motherfucker... Like, if you guys want him to win money in the bank, how in the fucking blue hell is he even going to be cleared to be in a qualifying match? Because you know the injuries 
going to be significantly worse after Brock. This motherfucker's going to be reaching for the fucking briefcase like Sabu out there. Like, like, dude, the what fuck? the fuck? What are you Like, dog, that's going to look horrible. Because that's the thing. I was saying this on, on Monday, man. WWE aren't going to sell the injury for all his next feuds, man. But Cody, Cody still is. He's going to be in all his fucking matches, fucking holding his fucking arm and shit. It, it's gonna be fucking hilarious because they're not gonna mention it on TV at all after this feud. Oh my god. <laughs> I could absolutely see that happening too, Logan. Oh he says bro gonna come out on Monday and say the doctors had it wrong and he'll be cleared money in the bank. Just, hey man, I train medical professionals that were in the business, were in school for at least six years. They got it wrong, man. My arm's fine. I could wrestle. <laughs> Fuck, dude. The, if I were to put a word to this redemption, it is pathetic. Oh, this, yeah. this is such a pathetic attempt at making him some sort of hero when Roman Reigns is so fucking good and he's such a great final boss. All you need to be a hero is to beat Roman Reigns. It's almost like if they would have done it at Mania, he would have been just fine. Like, what would, do I know? You wouldn't, you wouldn't have to make up all this fucking shitty injury bullshit if he just won in the first place, man. Wow, what a what a concept, man! What a concept. But um, it, it, I feel so bad for fucking Cody, man. I mean, the fans love, obviously, but. His booking is shit, man. Um, his booking is giving Cody verse vibes, and he's not even trying to do it. He, it's just how WWE is booking him, and it, it's just sad to see, man. Cody deserves better than this, man, and he should have been champion right now already. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Ah. Uh ridiculous bro this is so this is so pathetic i cannot even begin to tell you guys bro this i mean this is this is the worst absolute worst way of going about this um it really is man yes bell uh sir me and sir k actually talked about that in the beginning of the show she said what'd she say something about this this is for the people that said he should have stayed in aew or something and it was the the fans singing his song. Yeah. Like, dude, all right, former chief brand officer, real respect to your previous line of work, man, but dog, just shut up. She just got to get off Twitter, man. Nobody cares about her. And I think that's why she tweeted that. <sighs> absolutely, absolutely stupid, man. Absolutely stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, this is this is absolutely pathetic. I, I this is a such a pathetic attempt, um, at at trying to keep this guy's momentum, uh, keep him over. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous, man. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go Brock here though because. 
uh, there's absolutely no way Cody can win this with it with a broken arm. Um, and dude, I don't know. There's just this is just so stupid, bro. This is just so fucking stupid, man. Um, it just makes no sense. It. I hate to say the word again, but like. That's the only word I can muster up for all this, bro. It's fucking pathetic, man. It's pathetic as fuck. It really is. It's just sad and pathetic from, from WWE, man, to do this with uh, with Cody Rhodes, man. It, it really fucking is. The obvious one is Brock here, man. And let's just hope it could all end at SummerSlam. Let's hope this man has a championship at the end of SummerSlam. The one that he should get, Roman's. Yes. Um, definitely, dude. Definitely. Yeah. This is horrible. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Brock here because there's no way, there's no fucking way Cody can beat him with a broken arm. But even at that, now that you've put this broken arm shit on him, how does he compete in Money in the Bank? Again, without reaching up for the fucking thing like Sabu. Like, we're, come on, man. Man's gonna be tossing up the ones searching for the fucking briefcase, man. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. Because no matter what, now that they did this, Cody is gonna sell that shit in his matches, man. So it's gonna happen at SummerSlam. He's gonna be one armed at SummerSlam grabbing the fucking briefcase. Yeah. Definitely, man. And the next match, the last two matches, the only good matches, um, bro. I was singing that argument so much that I, when I seen that, bro, I almost fell out my fucking chair, bro. I think I was in the car when I seen that. I would have just fell on some pavement, but bro, dude, Dominic winning Money in the Bank. Dude, Dom is a great character. He is a great character. He plays it to a T, but you people got to be shitting me if you want him as a world champion. It's LA Knight. If you're asking me, there's no way it could be Cody at this point anyway, because he has a broken fucking arm, um, apparently, but, and he's gonna look like an idiot, he's gonna look like an idiot in that fucking match, um, yeah, it's genuinely the most pathetic way back to Roman Reigns you could possibly imagine, um, yeah, um, it's got to be L.A. Knight. It has to be. But... I want it at this point, man. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, the next match is, you know, like I said, one of the two matches I'm actually excited for. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is going to tell a really good story. We've seen the little tease with Roman being scared of Solo. The longer this match goes on, the more Roman Reigns is going to get pissed because there's not put it, they're not getting the job done. And whoever takes this loss is going, uh, which I'm assuming it's going to be Solo. Obviously, there's no fucking way they pin Roman Reigns unless this ends on some... St- the only the way they can fuck this up is having this end on some DQ bullshit or something like that. Um, I could absolutely see them doing that. Um, but I hope not. Um, so yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah. So with that, 
I would have Solo get pinned. I would have him get a stunner into a Haluva kick into like a pop a power bomb or you know, you know, just hit him with a couple finishers. I mean, all it took, you know, I mean, it took Cody Rhodes three crossroads just to put him away, or it might have been two. Yeah, I would have Solo get pinned, and then Roman. Either this could this could go either way. Roman could either get really pissed off at him or he can just not talk to him uh, and because he's kind of scared of him, as you can see. Um, But, yeah, man, this is interesting, man. This is interesting. And I'm very excited to see how this unfolds. But uh, my winners for this match, I also think Roman Reigns is going to absolutely lose his shit when Sami Zayn... uh, gets the victory over him. So mm-hmm. man, the ooh, this is going to be good, bro. This is going to be good. And um yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Sammy and Kevin here. Definitely, man. Definitely. I'm excited to see it, man. I'm excited to see how this storyline moves on and how it evolves, man. And I think I'm going to give it to Sammy and Kevin too, man. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Dude, imagine Roman and Solo versus the Usos. Like, imagine Roman going into that match being like, okay, you know, imagine it's some sort of like, we've been fighting too much, so let's just fight it out like men, and then we can get past our differences. So imagine Roman goes into that thinking that it's just, you know, just kind of like some exhibition. He thinks he's just going to get a clean sweep, but they actually fucking beat them. Oh, dude, he's going to be so pissed. That would be perfect. Uh, I would like that more than um, Roman and Jake straight up for now. I think right now that tag match is is a better course of action. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, if the rumors are true that you know, Roman's going to be defending at Money in the Bank at SummerSlam. Might not get that. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, we got, in terms of the bloodline, I mean, we got all the time in the world to tell this story. We just got to get these titles off of them. But in terms of the group itself, we have all the time in the world to tell that story. Um, for sure. So, um, yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Sammy and Kevin here, even though I already said that. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. And then what should be the main event, which I'm a- actually a little upset to hear that this uh, possibly could be opening the show, which means Cody and Brock would fucking probably main event again. Way to make people hate Cody. Yeah. Like they're uh, trying to fucking do it. It looks like it, dude. It looks like it, man. So, in the main event, man, we have Seth Rollins. We have Seth Rollins, uh, or like I said, at least what should be the main event. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship. Um, To crown the new World Heavyweight Champion, obviously, man. Man, I'm going to go ahead... And uh, say Seth Rollins here, man. I mean, there's really been no build other than, you know, Seth's great sit-down interview and AJ blatantly burying the title. Uh, But um, with that, uh, 
especially after those comments, I definitely don't think AJ Styles is bringing home anything. Oh. <laughs> He's bringing home himself for probably a couple weeks after this match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Seth Rollins sure. here. And yeah, so that's that's that, man. Definitely, man. Same. I think it's obvious Seth Rollins win. Now I think it needs to go go to Seth Rollins. He's deserved it. He's worked his ass off, man. It it really should go to Seth. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So, with that, now we're moving on to double or nothing. Double or nothing, man. There's there's a match on here. Um. I don't remember it being announced, but it is Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardy Boys and Hook. Okay. Who the fuck was that announced? I have no idea. Um, uh, I guess if this happens, I'll go ahead and say the Hardy Boys and Hook. I'll yeah, I'll go with yeah, I'll probably go with them too, man. What the fuck? Yeah, and then there was another match. Um, There's another match that, well, it wasn't announced on Dynamite, and it wasn't announced yesterday because I looked at the, I looked at the same run sheet yesterday, and this wasn't here. But the House of Black versus the acclaimed and daddy ass Billy Gunn for the trios World Championships. Isn't it amazing that one year ago, the House put on one of the matches of the night versus death triangle at this same very show. And one year later <laughs> they're trios champions and they still didn't get a fucking story going into the show. But I mean, nobody <laughs> does, but I mean, it, it's, no. it's still fucked up. Nobody does at this point, but it's fucked up, man. But and at least they're, they at least the claimed are still prominently on television, man. Yeah. They, even though their booking has kind of gotten overall stale, they haven't been forgotten yeah. by from Tony Khan, which is which is good to see, man. But it's a definite House of Black win. Definitely. Definitely, man. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the House wins does, this one. Mm-hmm. Does the House rule stuff apply to this match, too, or... Or no. It doesn't say it's a house rules match, but I think all of them are. Okay, I think so too, man. I think so too. Yeah. And the first match. Yeah. We skipped out on it for Revolution, but it's back. The Jade Cargill match. Even though this one could be different. It could be. Because... I genuinely forgot Taya Valkyrie was employed, which is I horrible. Uh, but she came out, and same with the Hardy Boys story. I think they delegated this, and I think they delegated this Jade Cargill stuff and this Ethan Page guns and Hardy Boy stuff on Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. So it's funny because at this point with collision that's basically delegating some of the main event and that's just fucking hilarious to me yeah pretty much um jade the last time they fought used the or banned the road to valhalla in other words the jaded 
um, mm-hmm. for Taya, and I, I I'm assuming that it's available to use now. We need to get yeah, this like, fucking title off of her. I could see Jade winning and Chris Statlander coming out at the end. I could see that happening. Um, I I didn't think so at this point because I heard that um, uh, in rumors that Chris Statlander isn't close to coming back from her injury. And if, if that's, that's the case, case do this just shit get now. The title off her. Exactly. Stop waiting and just get that shit off, man. Yes. Oh, thank God. So, yeah, if Taya loses here, she just looks like a blithering idiot. So, yeah. Um, Let's hope she wins. I'm actually going to give it to Taya Valkyrie, man. Yeah, I'm going to go Taya, too, out of wishful thinking. Exactly. Next up. FTR, the World Tag Team Championship match. Man, what the hell? FTR versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett with the special guest referee of Mark Briscoe. Um, I like Mark's attitude on Wednesday. I'm tired of people like pitying him. I like that a lot, man. I like that a lot. I actually really like what they've been doing with Mark and how he's how he's been acting. Yeah, and that element has been really good, man. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett have been fucking atrocious, like they've been. Um, and FTR, FTR, dude, don't get me started, don't get me fucking started, and FTR are underutilized already, as their second championship reign has only begun, people already wanted off them, because AEW elitists hate FTR, because at one point they wanted, they were thinking about leaving the company, even though that was proven to be a work, I, I don't understand the fans, but, um, FTR, man. FTR all day. Any of those fucking marks that are saying Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal need need to get their brains checked. Well, Jarrett and Lethal need to win because Jarrett is on some Roman Reigns-like run, according to AEW fans. Dude, if you think that Jeff Jarrett is like peak television, I hope you never watch television ever again, man. Yeah. Get Jeff Jarrett the fuck out of his company. Dude, I swear to God, I'm sick of yeah. Orange. And now he's I putting his him. fucking wife on television. Of course. He's one of those guys. Get yep. Dude, get that guy out of here, man. Yes. Please. Get him the fuck out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you think Jeff Jarrett is on any kind... You know what, man? I, th- I Bro, <laughs> I thought fucking 80s wrestling fans would sit through anything. AEW, like... Hard blood, uh, blood hardcores, bro. Dude, they will fucking sit through anything. I mean, dude, there was a point in time where their argument was, oh man, I like AEW because it's all the new guys. And then you introduce somebody like fucking Jeff Jarrett and they think he's fucking on some Roman Reigns level run. And it's so funny to see the shit they hate in WWE and that they would love in AEW. And the shit that they love in AEW. Dude, if Jeff Jarrett was doing this on WWE television... Yes. Oh, man. They would have a fucking field day with this fucking guy. They would hate his fucking guts. Yeah. It's, it's yes. hilarious, man. And it's it, it's so sad. Um, and I, they really will sit... They will sit through anything but a promo. I don't get it, man. <laughs> yeah. They hate promo packages. They hate promos. 
They hate that shit. It's they love when They just want matches, man. <laughs> they just want matches, man. Um, they love when the fucking when Tony Khan goes from one thing directly to another with no breathing room. I don't know one time. I think one of those dynamites where they started to actually have breathing room in between, you know, segments and matches. Someone thought that the show was going by too slow and it was sluggish. Like, yeah, dude, man. you guys got some ADHD, man. You guys need help. You guys need to have a fidget spinner in your hands when you're watching television. I swear. I swear. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous, bro. Um, Yeah, obviously predicting FTR. Um, And I feel so bad, dude, because Jay Lethal's so good. Jay Lethal's so good. Amazing. I really like Jay Lethal, man. I He's too. stuck with that fucking guy. Oh, it's horrible to see, man. Lethal and Jarrett. What a fucking mess. Um, it really fucking is. Can they get the stipulation of if you lose this match, you can never challenge for the tag team titles ever again? Can we do that with them, please? Or how about if you lose this match? The stipulation not only applies to Jeff Jarrett and his wife, you get fucking fired. You leave it, W. Loser leaves town. I like it. And fucking, and Jay Lethal is exempt from that fucking, of that rule. <laughs> yeah, horrible, bro. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Mark Briscoe ends up getting pissed off because he finds out that Lethal and Jared are manipulating him to get to FTR. And um, something happens to where FTR retains and they hug it out and become friends again with Mark Briscoe. It's exactly what's going to happen, man. I'm going to go with the same, man. It's going to be FTR. Yeah, for sure. And the next match, our buddy, Orange Cassidy. This guy. (sighs) Over there. The AEW International Championship Blackjack Battle Royal. Look at the fucking names in here. Well, first let's go over the losers. Um, Butcher, Blade... Um, Big Bill, Aria Davari, Lee Moriarty. Oh, Lee Moriarty's not a loser. Um, no. so they book him, but he's yeah. he is not, dude. I already know I'm dreading it. Commentary they're gonna say I butchering the blade. If they win this match, they're gonna get more money. <laughs> I know we're gonna hear it, dude. I already know we're gonna fucking hear that garbage, and I'm dreading it already. So, yeah, Butcher, Blade, Bandito, Commander. What a signing that was. Um, (laughs) Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, Aria Davari, Tony Nese, The Best Friends, Kip Sabian, The Lucha Bros, The Mogul Embassy, Ricky Starks, Juice Robinson, Dustin Rhodes, Keith Lee, and obviously orange and Jay fucking white. This is what he's delegated to his first pay-per-view as a signed AEW talent. He's in a fucking battle Royal, oh. but, but, but he's booked great, man. He, he's booked great. <sighs> fucking hate this shit, man. He better fucking win this shit, dude. Fuck that fucking Carney, Orange Cassie, dude. If it's not Jay Lethal, bruh, I'm gonna be pissed. Dude, Swerve genuinely came back for that one match 
And we hit him with the boom box. And we haven't seen him. Like, dude. I, I don't get it. Apparently, I heard a rumor that they were supposed to get a match. Um, Lee versus Swerve at, at this double or nothing. And I guess it's not happening for whatever reason, man. So, um... Well, well, yeah. When when you fucking when you make a plan to build up a match and you don't build it up, there's gonna be no fucking interest for it. Exactly. <sighs> Jay White's uh, booking the Dragon Lee's book. Is Dragon Lee's booking bad? Oh wow, Dragon Lee. Was... <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, apparently. I was gonna say because from what I've seen of him, he doesn't look too bad. Don't look too bad. Literally, man, dude, just have fucking Jay White win this fucking thing. You could fire seventy percent of that fucking participants in that goddamn match. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, dude, I, I literally like seventy percent of them, maybe eighty, eighty-five. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd just straight up fire. But for the match, if dude, I swear to God, if I see that man Jay White go over those fucking ropes, especially if it's by somebody stupid, now. If it's at the very end and it's just Cassidy, I'll be pissed. But I could live with that. If it's just randomly in this fucking match, dude. Oh man. Ooh man. I will be furious, man. But please give it to Jay White, man. Please fucking give it to Jay White. I am begging you. Yes. Um Yeah. I don't know, man. Um something tells me. Orange is going to beat all these people, and then they're going to build it up as who can beat Orange Cassidy, and then somebody will come out after the match. And, and that's exactly how it's fucking going to go, man. I'm dreading it. Or, or, or they'll be like, oh, who could beat Orange Cassidy, and then the Joker will come out and fucking something. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know who the Joker could be. <laughs> I have no idea. I, can't yeah, do I don't even know what the man. Who's fucking <laughs> Yeah, you fucking signed <laughs> them all. <laughs> you signed everybody in the fucking business that could be signed. Ain't nobody can be signed no more. If anything, you gotta have reverse jokers. Whoever loses gets fucking booted. How about that? <sighs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh... I don't know, man. I I guess I'll I'm gonna go ahead and say Jay White. I think actually, you know what, bro? I think it should be Jay. But to be hundred percent honest, be. bro, I think it's gonna be fucking Orange Cassidy. I think it is. But now I'm sick of this fucking. And on Wednesday, we'll fucking see him open the show again. And I saw I saw one tweet, and it was like. Orange Cassidy opening dynamite has become such a stable. It's gonna feel weird. It feels weird when he does it. It feels refreshing when he fucking does it. It feels fucking it awesome when he does it. Feels amazing. I hate opening dynamite to his <laughs> ass. Yes. The Absolutely. Fuck. Absolutely, bro. So Orange Cassidy, I'm gonna have to go ahead and say orange, bro. I just don't see them. The way they've been building him up, like Manz is uh, Mr. Tribal Chief out here, I don't see them having him lose this championship in a battle royal. 
I really, I really don't, to be honest. Yeah. Which I don't care, because uh, his build means nothing to me. He's not interesting at all, but whatever. You know, I ain't how Tony Khan works, man. Fucking Ricky Starks will throw Jay White off to and they'll have a match that's in two weeks. I'm fucking, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Yep. And then what that payoff for Keith Lee and Swerve, we'll probably get it here. We'll get it now, exactly. Whoever tosses who over won the feud. What a fucking storytelling bad. Yeah. And next, we have Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm for the Women's Championship. I don't know. I don't know with this one. Uh, it all depends on Jamie's injury, man. But um, I'm going to go ahead and predict Hader because I think this all leads to Hader versus Soraya. I don't see, although I wouldn't be opposed to Tony winning. And then maybe through the summer, we tell the story of the outcast breaking up. But I would like. But uh, to be hundred percent honest, man, I think I'm gonna still go Jamie. I think so, man. I think it's one of those injuries that they're gonna do that like halfway hide um, until they want her to lose the title, man. So I actually kind of do see Jamie winning too, man. Uh, I would be, I would definitely be okay with Tony Storm winning, definitely. But because um, it would be good for her to get an official, even though they made her title reign official, that she can. Be official champion while she's champion. That would be nice for her, man. But um, I actually kind of see Jamie retaining. Definitely, definitely, man. Um, and next we have the TNT Championship match, the ladder match between Christian Cage and Wardlow. To be 100% honest, bro, if you want to have Wardlow lose, I'm okay with it. Just do it in a fucking ladder match because if you pin this guy again, oh. It's it's over with, man. It is fucking. I mean, it's over with anyway, to be honest, but it'd really be fucking over with, man. Literally at this point, I, I don't give a fuck who wins a TNT title match. I really. It could be either of these two. I don't fucking care. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Wardlow. <laughs> um, overall, I think I'm going to have to go ahead and say Christian Cage, man. I could see it, man. I could see it. Uh, I'm going to throw the guy a bone because uh, Tony Khan doesn't. I'm, I'm going to just say Wardlow, man. Okay. Just, just, just to give that man hope in his life. Yeah, more like two weeks. He's gonna he's gonna lose it and then win it back again in two weeks. Um, yeah, I I would honestly I would put it on Christian Cage at this point, bro. Um, I don't really know what I don't really know what kind of intrigue there is to short hair Wardlow. Um, and let alone the hair. I mean, look at just look at the guy's fucking booking, man. I mean, it's fucking exactly. ass. Um, and Christian is actually a uh, one of the parts about Dynamite that I actually like. So yeah, it's been one of the best things since he turned heel, man. So I would not mind it at all, at all, if he was champ. Definitely. I would not. Definitely, bad. So, in the next match, we have Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match with the special enforcer as Sabu. 
I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do if five JAS members come running out. But he's gonna get a real fast look. Yeah, break Cole. He kind of chose one of the worst forcers you could have thought of, man. But yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't choose like Keith Lee. I mean, he kind yeah. of makes a little sense in the story too. Exactly. So you know, that would be a little more sense. I you know, you would think Keith Lee would be able to do a better job than Sabu. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I'm excited for this match nonetheless. Me too. And this one all depends on what they're doing with Punk, because if they're having yeah. Punk's first feud be Samoa Joe, then Chris can stay in this, you know, feud a little bit longer. But if not, if not, then uh, um, you know, if you're gonna put Jericho with Punk. It's going to have to end now. Yeah. So, just, I just have Adam Cole win, man. Maybe have something with Daniel Garcia happen between him and Chris, and that causes Chris Jericho to lose. So, he could build up to that future turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, but overall, man, overall, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Adam Cole for this one. Definitely, man. Definitely. And I, I would go with Cole, too. And with that, the... Um, what could be a main event? I, I don't know. I feel like all these guys in this match are too selfless to main event over the four pillars. Exactly. I would definitely be down for these guys to main event. Me too. But, like you said, I don't see any of these guys wanting to do that to, to the main event. To, yeah. you know, the main event title situation, man. Um. So, 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 uh, Anarchy in the Arena, we have the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Listen, the Elite just got back together. If they were to immediately win... I don't think that's doing them justice. I think the story is worth seeing how these guys deal with failure together again. Exactly. I think Blackpool Combat Club got some got someone up their sleeve that's going to help them in this match, man. And I have a feeling it's going to be Don Callis and with Kenosuke Takeshita. Exactly, and they're gonna, and the elite are gonna have to get an old friend to even the odds, and that old friend is best friend with Kenny Omega, so I could focus Kenny Omega's shift off a of hangman and create a little bit of turmoil within the elite again. Obviously, not one that's gonna end in their breakup, obviously, but will end up strengthening the group. Yeah, that's if Tony Khan wants to tell that story. That's sure. a, that might be a little too much story for AEW fans. Yeah. But for this one, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the Blackpool Combat Club and Anarchy in the Arena, bro. We all know how fucking good Anarchy in the Arena was last year. But, dude, this is going to be a whole nother fucking level. This is, man. I cannot fucking wait. I definitely got the BCC, too. And I can't wait to see that they're going to tear this shit up, man. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah. 
definitely, bro. Definitely. So, yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and say Blackpool Combat Club. And then in the other main event, which I think will be the official main event, the four pillars AEW World Championship match. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. AEW World Champion MJF, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara, the four pillars in a fatal four way. This is fucking dope. This is dope, man. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, this is real cool, bro. This is real cool. Um, that we're actually getting this match. Um This one to be hundred percent honest, this one's a little bit more predictable. Um you know I was already um, feel for it. Yeah, you guys literally all put that in at the same fucking time. So, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I. If MJF was I mean, leaving the company, and I feel like he's do, I feel like he mentioned that to try to make this a little bit more unpredictable. Like, oh, you know how he said on Wednesday? Yeah, he said on Wednesday, like, oh, I. Yeah, what did he see? He said something like, oh, I'm getting bored here. I might take my ball and go home. I feel like he just said that just for the fans to maybe have just to have a little bit of an unpredictability factor in all of this. But this is yeah, this is a little rather predictable, although I'm very excited for the match. The early build to this match was great. All the promo packages and stuff like that have just been outstanding for this match. In fact, the promo package that we get before this match is probably going to be a banger. Um, but I'm exactly. going to go MJF. Definitely, man. I'm going MJF. I think it's obvious MJF. When he tried throwing that little thing in there Wednesday like you were talking about, and he's going to take his ball and go home as he like held up the AEW title. You know, saying that he's going to take the AEW title to WWE. I get what he's trying to do there, man, to try to throw off the fans a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be an obvious MJF win. Um, the match is still going to be awesome. There's nothing wrong with predict- predictability when it's okay, when it's good, when it's a good ending. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. Um, and let's just can't wait to see the match, man. And um, can't wait to see how it goes, man. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was all the predictions, man. That was the predictions for Night of Champions. That was the predictions for Double or Nothing. Again, we will not see you guys live after Night of Champions. Instead, we will, uh, but we will catch you guys for Double or Nothing, man. We'll catch you guys for Double or Nothing, man. And with that, that is going to do it for everything we got today for you guys here on this episode of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. This has been episode 163, and it has been always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. That is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. This has been episode 163. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys on Sunday. Also, for Night of Champions, I will be live tweeting. So there's that. But okay. um nice. but yeah, but for uh at least for the shit I care about. Um so uh but yes, we will see you guys on Sunday with the double or nothing 2023 official review. Peace.
the wheels on the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop them from the HIV shit. And niggas know they sauce like the Quincy villain. Playing the villain, prepare for the trap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest. The style is played out like Arnold and the pussy talking about Willis. The thrill is gone, the black, white, white, the fear to excite, throw fits to sight. Bitches are like them brainless, guns are like them stainless steel. I want the fucking fortune like the wheel. I squeeze gas till my clip is empty, don't tempt me. Bitches don't want the fuck yeah, yeah, me. Damn if this ain't some shit. Come to spread the bug of average over harmony great. It's the real killer death trap. This on my jet black ninja. Come in where you at that surrender. Step inside the ring, use the number one contender. Looking cold booty like your pussy in December. Nigga, stop bitching. Button up your lipping. But method all you getting is the can of ass whipping. Hey, I be kicking. You suck, you doing all the yapping. Acting as if it can't happen. Your fronting got me mad enough to touch something. You won't be shallin', Allen, and ain't afraid to bust something. So what you won't, nigga? You won't, nigga? I got a six-shooter and a horse named Trigger. It's red, 94, rugged raw. Kick it now, you got them doors. Bring your whack ass crew. I got connections. I get that ass stuck like glue. Huh, no question. I'll be coming down and shit. Your wife is rugged as a motherfucking garbage dick. And niggas love it. Not in the physical form, but in the mental. I spark and they sell get warm. I'm not a gentle. Man, I'm a method man. Baby, accept it. Utmost respected. I and- chose a position. 